Hello. Welcome to Dish Knows Nothing. I'm Michael Dishno. Sometimes we'll talk about stuff, and other days we'll talk about things. Some days we're just going to talk about what's on my mind. This is a warning. Thank you for listening. Hello. Good evening, everybody. Um, And good morning. And possibly even just actually good day, depending on when you listen to this, I suppose. Um, I hope that you are all doing well. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for tuning into this one here. I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this episode. Um, Full disclosure, this is a different intro. I am introing my time with my guest, and I want you guys to check it out, but um, I kind of wanted to consolidate and just in the re-edit that I had here, um, <clears throat> make it sound good, make it all, make it all feel right. But, uh, you know, I just had mentioned some things and then I, I kind of like, wasn't making any sense. So I was just listening to it and I was like, I'm just going to re redo that intro. Um, but first things first, full disclosure, this episode's guest is my wife, Alexandra Dishno. Um, as I record this, she's not here, but you guys can listen to the, the playback in a bit here when I cue that in. But, um, <clears throat> Super excited for you guys to hear that. It's a lot of fun having this conversation just about some fun stuff, you know? It, we didn't full, full, fully admitted, like, we didn't get into, like, super heavy stuff or, you know, go crazy because, you know, we've we've known each other for a long while. We've been dating for six years, married for three. Like, you know, we know a lot. And so we didn't get in, like, the super deep stuff, which was interesting, um, the way that it turned out. But just some of the topics we have, super fun, super super low-key and enjoyable. I hope you guys also enjoy this episode um, if you guys are tuning in and so on and so forth. But um, I'll throw these out real quick just for the sake of the episode. But um, <clears throat> the the sponsors for today, here it is. Ali Raul Heflin and Brennan McPeak, two folks who've known me and my wife for quite some time now, um, even more so Ali has known both of us since junior high, but me and my wife did not know each other that long ago. So that's a little fun, little tidbit, little fact, you know, um, Brendan McPeak was the Dean of students at the school we met at. It was great. Love Brennan. still know him still mad respect for that guy. Um, can't wait to see what both of you guys are going to buy me for this, uh, sponsorship here and how you guys will sponsor the podcast on this episode and future episodes, but super stoked. Um, didn't mean to cut there, but super stoked to have you guys listen to this episode. So without any further ado, I hope you guys enjoy the episode with my wife here. Um, please rate and subscribe and whatever else the heck happens to podcasts. And as I learn more about sponsorships, I don't know. See what happens. Thanks in advance, guys. Just to get our get to know our guests a little bit on the preliminary side of it, you know, we've asked certain questions. And this is one question that is impromptu. Alexandra. What is your name? <laughs> Very impromptu. It, it, you know, it happens to be Alexandra, like you um, yeah. previously mentioned. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. I actually do have an impromptu question. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite Office episode? Oh, um, the first one that just immediately popped in my head is the injury. 
um, where if you don't know which one that is, I'm sure you probably do, but where Michael uh, burns his foot on his uh, little grill that he sets up. His George Foreman grill. His George Foreman grill specifically. Um, I think that is just an outstanding episode, but there's so, so, so many. Why is that one your favorite? I feel like it just every single second, like there's so many quotes and it's just i don't know it it's so well written and so funny it, it gets me every time i think uh mindy kaling wrote that episode so that's extra i'm gonna be why honest I like it. bentley is gonna I know. only get worse i we'll know we'll be right back now a word from our sponsors just kidding we do not have a particular word from our sponsors but we're not that famous yet sorry wow. well but i we mean do you do have a sponsor kasia sponsored you sponsor yes you still can use that code by the way yeah dishy 10 two wise dishy still 10 still active for Kasia randall jewelry get 10 percent off fantastic yeah, it's a pretty good deal <sighs> sorry i just put bentley away <laughs> a little out it's of a breath big hike you know just yeah walking all the upstairs. way up the stairs Ugh. anyways so thank you for sharing about your favorite episode yeah i'm sure i could think of more on if i had more time you know preparing because that's my be. personality but uh yeah i love As that episode be, yeah. <laughs> i'm sure later i would think oh wait no that's actually my favorite episode but just on the spot that's the one that i feel like stands out that's good yeah because i'm actually changing all the topics that we we're going to talk <laughs> just kidding <laughs> no i'm just kidding not I, that i really like prepared a ton i just feel like from our other tries i realized yeah. i need to have a little mental some prep i mean even yeah. even my other guests i think john was the only one who had no clue what we right were and that about. was the last you know guest that you had and obviously when michael has guests over i usually am here as well um and i talk to them before you know they go in and do their little podcast um and i felt like you know john he was just such an inspiration you know going like I don't want to know any of the topics. And so I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Just, I mean, and we know each other so well, me and Michael, of course. So we've talked about probably all of these topics already in some way, but I just, you know, realized I do actually need to think about it. It's true. No true words have ever been said. (laughs) I actually, okay. I got two sponsors written down. I got a third one on mine, but here we go. For the first sponsor jumping in today is before we kind of get into our topics and song of the day, all that good stuff. Folks, first sponsor and i don't think she'll ever listen to this allison raul heflin <laughs> she might you don't think so yeah, i'm a tagger but she's for sure ignoring <laughs> me. oh man um for those of you who don't know her you don't know her and that's all right she's been a friend of ours for a long time yeah uh, she knew both of us long before we were mm-hmm. even we even knew each other how, how old do you think you were when you met her sixth grade that's well no sorry i met her in seventh grade so one year off dang i know it's kind of crazy it's a good thing you didn't know me back then that was the worst <laughs> second sponsor <laughs> excuse okay, me mom please, please don't burp i have to <laughs> brennan mcpeak for obvious reasons no but for real <laughs> um Brent is great he's he's is actually a sponsor in the sense of like encouragement yeah and you know, maybe one day I can get him on this this potty. And oh, that would be that'd a good be guest. Pretty, pretty interesting. You know, talk about music, talk about inspiration, talk about space time. He's, yeah, he's pretty cra- crazy. He likes to chat about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, 
Brennan Peak, you sponsored this episode. Can't wait to see what you're going to buy me. Uh, <laughs> third sponsor, because I just want you guys to know. So I don't actually know how sponsors work at all. I've done little to no research for this podcast as far as like the way that a podcast runs. I have looked up things and I've learned things, but I've done very little research. And I just, you know, I say sponsors and see what happens. And you know what? Some have turned out really well. Some of them have turned out to be nothing. I like the way you're going with this sponsor thing. But guys, I have not forgotten my original intentions of sponsorship. Stance. Stance, I love your guys' socks. I love your guys' shirts. I don't have a pair of your board shorts. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> His I love birthday your hat. is coming up. I love your chonies. <laughs> I love all your stuff. You guys got fantastic products. I'm almost known for wearing one of your guys' sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that if you guys posted once about me, blow my mind but even more so even if you guys just like sent me like a free pair of socks i would probably weep not live what? anywhere but I, would, <laughs> I might weep if that has happened if that if that occurred i would break down and weep wow okay alone no not near anyone or anything like that but stance i love you the time has come that's the end of the podcast guys <laughs> just <laughs> okay. kidding no we are going to talk about things and alexander's gonna start pulling up the first thing here um, we're going to do actually something we've attempted before, but now we're going to try it again. <laughs> um, famous painting reviews. So if you guys do not know, Alexandra, um, went to school for art, fine art. Yes. I have my bachelor's in fine arts and she's a graphic designer at generic job number B <laughs> and you know, she appreciates things if you listen to my last podcast i think i mentioned actually um museums of modern art and how i'm not a huge fan of modern art um and <laughs> I have she's dragged well him aware. along to many a modern art museum yep i have seen so many and i think i'm getting closer to the point with uh like with modern art the question is always like why would someone do that and the answer is like well it wastes time but no one else did it and that's what made it modern art um, I think I'm getting closer to the point of me becoming a modern artist and pursuing that because you know what? I got time. <laughs> like me doing a podcast, you know? Oh, man. Um, but anyway, so. I don't think it's a waste of time, but okay. It for sure is. Um, we're going to look at some famous paintings. Um, I encourage you guys, as we say the name, the artist, to look them up and see what you feel with us. Um, but Alexander, go ahead and pick the first one if you would. Oh, just any off of these like just searching famous paintings whatever you like okay actually i do want to talk about this one um choose that one night hawks by edward hopper let me see it you know it okay well i need to see it you love it <laughs> oh wow you've seen it before right oh, yeah folks look up again what's the name night hawks by edward hopper you guys actually probably have seen this and if you haven't, Alexandra's going to give you a visual description right now. Okay. Let me just kind of reformat this on You're my iPad. you on this, so. Oh, uh, no. She meant well, tablet. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm not allowed to say that. Um, so, Nighthawks is a painting. Um, it's from the... Uh, I just pulled it, pulled it up, but now I've, I'm just blanking. I think it's a 1942. Um, 
It's an American painting and it is um, from the outside looking in to a restaurant. Um, it kind of more looks like a like a bar or a diner sort of um, looking in on four different people, three of which are sitting at the bar and one person who's working behind the bar. Um, so and it's like at nighttime sort of. Um, I hope that that helps to describe the painting and it jogs your memory This of is it. in black and white? It is not in black and white. It is full color. I mean, it's a painting. <laughs> you haven't mentioned uh, any of the colors. Yeah, the colors. Are, uh, there's a lot of like green, emerald green, light green, um, yellow, like a light pale yellow, um, like a rusty red, um, kind of like a wood some wood coloring um really nice complementary colors and like sort of a blue undertone but it's more it's more green and like a couple little pops of orange and red that was beautiful oh thanks folks if you cannot see i hope that was a good explanation of what we're looking at here today but we're going to take an interesting look at art in a sense not uh, the classic, you know, how does it make you feel or what does it make you want to do or the, the, the generic reactions. What would you paint if you saw this painting, Alexandra? Oh, what would I paint if I saw this painting? <laughs> um, something similar, probably like it, it reminds me of New York. Um, obviously in like the 40s or 50s kind of time um, period and like a lot of like kind of moody dark light so I'd probably do something similar um, maybe more like a shop looking in rather than like the exact copy of this um, or like maybe from like higher above like maybe another apartment looking into another apartment like across the way something like that like kind of reminiscent of this same painting what about you what would you paint if you saw this the same exact thing i would paint a chameleon on the back oh. of a unicorn okay <laughs> riding a rainbow through the milky way galaxy dipping into a bowl of milk wow so would you even see this chameleon oh it'd be only the same colors as this uh-huh it'd be the same colors as this so like okay. you know so like not rainbow colored. Well, it'd be a lot of greens. Yeah. Emerald green. Yeah. Light green. Rust. Dark green. <laughs> lightish green. Oh, man. <laughs> As you said. Um, but yeah, that's a good that's a good thing there. Do you got any questions about thoughts on this painting? I I just love the way that like this artist That's not a question. Oh, questions. <laughs> Do I have any questions? I mean, who are these people? What are they doing there? All right. My turn to answer questions first, and then it's your turn afterwards. So the folks here, if, if you guys pulled this up and you're following along, the guy on the right, I think that his name is probably Hector Zeroni. Um, he's the worker there. He's got a white little hat and white little apron type of coat thing uh, as the bartender. And I think that he is a mild-mannered cynic. I think that he looks at life the way that many cynics look at life. Cynically. Um, to his left, we see... A red-headed lady. I think that this is actually Nellie from The Office. No, it's Lucille Ball. 
Not, I don't think so. Okay, it could be Nelly from the office. Yeah, yeah, this well. is definitely Nelly from the office. So if you've watched oh. that, you already know what's up. I'm looking at different images now. I This is one of those ones that a lot of people parody. So, like, they'll put in, like, I just saw this one of, like, all the Star Wars characters. Not all, but quite a few in there. Or, like, I think it's even been on, like, an episode of The Simpsons or, like, I don't know, maybe in like in a movie kind of like a shot is similar to it. I'm sure I can't think of one off the top of my head, but um, it's just one of those paintings because it's famous. I don't want to be rude. Um, I interrupted but, you. But I, uh, yeah, I didn't finish and you sorry, know, now I'm going to go cry. Continue your thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got distracted. I saw all the Star Wars I'm characters. Kidding. No, no, that's okay. I appreciate that. Um, the guy next to uh, Nelly, this is definitely Ricky Ricardo from uh, I Love Lucy. <laughs> but he's not sitting next to Lucy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. The guy That's far not. right, you know who it is? I think it's the the guy from that Batman movie, Scarecrow. <laughs> it looks just like this vibe. No, wait, no. Wait. What's the guy from the new Batman? Is that Scarecrow? No. The one with Robert Pattinson? Yeah. It's the guy in the new... The bad guy. The bad guy. Oh, Colin Farrell, the actor. I'm not talking about his real name. What's his... Penguin? No. I don't know. Not but, not the penguin. The The guy who, like, is the guy sending scary thoughts. Oh, yeah. What but was whatever. his name? Him. I'm pretty sure that's him. We can move on. <laughs> I don't want to say the T word. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right, my turn to pick a painting. That's going to bug me. What is that guy's name? I'm going to look it up while you pick a painting. So the painting that I will pick is a painting done by an artist. That I don't know. I honestly, you know what? I can appreciate art, but I don't really know how to pick like a good painting for this. I realize I don't, I am not in any such way, a art connoisseur, um, artist art. We Google. Oh, okay. Alexandra, the you're going to have to pick one. You're going to have to pick one. Again? Yeah. You're the artist. You got to bring something to the table, you know? I've got to bring something. <laughs> um, trying to go back on my Google search here. Um, All right, I've picked one. Just pause it here. Oh, okay. It is this image. I don't know what it's called, and I don't know what it would be from, but it kind of looks like this farmer with a pitchfork with his wife next to him. American Gothic. And there is a building behind them that is white with a grayish roof. And it kind of looks like there's a little red building to the right of the image. And they look very gaunt. I don't think they were necessarily supposed to, but they definitely look older. Um, are they married in this? American Gothic? Um, I can't remember. I did learn about... I took an American art history class. And I learned about this painting. And I also learned about the one we just talked about. Um, but... First thing <laughs> you need to look it up. American Gothic by Grant Wood. I don't know Wood. if they're married. But he's holding a pitchfork. You would probably, you probably know which one we're talking about. 
What do you have to say about this painting? I have to say that it kind of makes me feel nothing. Well, then why'd you pick it? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Maybe because it makes me feel nothing. And usually all I do is feel. Can you think of another painting that you have seen, whether it be through your life or maybe at a museum, that did make you feel something? Like that you can actually like think think of and picture in your head? No. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it would be... Some of the stuff we saw when we were in that one museum in France. I don't remember what it was. The modern one or the Louvre? Oh, maybe it was that one. The Louvre. <laughs> that really famous one. <laughs> yeah. Well, we saw the Mona Lisa there. What do you think of that? I thought it was really, how you say underwhelming it was i know i don't know how many people have been to the louvre that are listening to this now but when you see the mona lisa there it has its own entire room it's a very large room and it is just completely full of people like a sea of people it i was taking more pictures of all the people in there than the mona lisa because it was ridiculous and plus there was like I think it was like fenced off sort of like so you couldn't even really get that close to it even if you wanted to like make your way through the sea of people and there's like glass covering it and stuff like that like it's just like really this is it like it's not that exciting <laughs> right yeah I think yeah I'm watching that was a all good the people, explanation of underwhelming like, holding up their iPads to take photos of it and stuff sorry tablets <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect um, <laughs> is more interesting and just like I, I don't know comical i guess than like the actual painting itself yeah the actual painting wasn't very comical no <laughs> uh, i think i have one and i yeah you thought of one no actually it doesn't make me feel anything i just like it the wave well, of the fine. great wave, wave of yeah. kanagawa that's a good painting yeah that's a great great painting we have a like a print of this but not like an exact replica it's kind of like a graphic version of it in our house we both definitely really like this it's a cool painting yes i like the style i think overall yes. it's a lot more graphic than the other ones right define but graphic because i don't know if Do you know what graphic I think when you say that to me in this these terms, I think of the Prince's Bride when he's like, I don't think you know what that word means that you think it means. <laughs> like I just think it means something different. What do you mean by graphic? Um As an I artist. mean like simplified shapes, um less color, like like each shape has its own like one color. It's not like a bunch of like layers of colors or like painterly, you know, like brush strokes and things like that like it's kind of like flat color um and there's like i mean graphic doesn't necessarily mean like there's less colors but it's just like more like blocks of color rather than like colors that have been blended together nicely with the brush well said thank you 
<laughs> well, well, well. But it's very nice. I, I do enjoy this painting as well. Do you have any other, do you have any questions about it? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> oh, there's a Lego version. <laughs> Maybe that's what you need. Michael definitely loves Lego. Hey, you've heard of Lego? Mm-hmm. Aren't they uh, from Sweden? I don't know. Switzerland? I really don't know. Do you Do you know? Sweet, sweet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Take a guess. I would say, yeah, somewhere like that. Like No, take a guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Sweden. <laughs> look it up. What you said before. You got to look it up now. We will not accept ignorance. Denmark. Oh, I thought that was Sweden. No. <laughs> Danish. That makes sense. I love... Oh, folks, you know what? I'm going to say it. in 1932. Today, I had a really delicious thing from the E-Bar. Was there... Um, Sage and Gruyere croissant. I don't even know what Gruyere is. Fantastic. Thank you, Lauren. (laughs) Lauren was the last sponsor of the thing, but it was so good. Second, I had a breakfast biscuit, which was phenomenal. I ate it. It was great. But yeah, I would recommend them officially. Do you have any other paintings you want to look at? No, I just wanted to say that um, the man who started Lego... Um, the name Lego comes from the Danish phrase Legot, which means play well. Who would have known? Now we do. And now do all of you as well. Dang. Legot. Play, play well. Legot. Legot. It's like it's a... Leg, like L-E-G, and then the next word is God, but like God, G-O-D, with a T at the end. Gods. Yeah. Legot. Crazy times. <laughs> Legot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if it was spelt like that? <laughs> Instead. Lego. Instead of yeah. Lego. Uh huh. Anyways. Dang. Can you imagine where a world where Lego isn't spelt like Lego? I know. Lego. Would we, would we even? Would we even build them? Mm, would we I even play well with them? Be crazy. Moving on. I think that's a good spot. Yeah. Folks, the next thing that we're going to talk about. Um, I need a quick pause. All right. Sorry about that. Nature was calling and they have me on speed dial. <laughs> um, next next topic is we were just about to jump into. D&D. Ooh, what does that stand for? Dungeons and Dragons. For those of you that may not know. Yeah, I was going to say, that was such a leading question. <laughs> and then like, of course I know. Um, Dungeons and Dragons. We talked about it in last episode too, kind of, as I brought up, but like at a different application. But Dungeons and Dragons. I'm just going to throw it out there right off the bat, guys. It's got a bad rap. Mm. Uh, if you guys have also seen like Stranger Things, it's got a similar rep to that where like mm-hmm. um, back in the olden days of the 80s, I think that's when it was. I don't remember. Yes, you it know was. when when D and D became a thing, and you know people were doing cultish, demonic stuff apparently, and it was getting weird for a while. And you know, I I get the, the uh, 
association Mm -hmm. there it's not really like that anymore Mm -mm. and i think it gets a a bad rap or even just like how nerdy it is like it gets a bad rap of that like you can only play it in your mom's basement like type of thing you know um but i mean it, it's it's becoming it's more so mainstream, nerdy. but it no, is very, it's no. You don't think so? I think because of Stranger Things, especially, it is like a lot more people know what it is. Name one of your friends that's not my friend that plays D anD D. That plays it. <laughs> I don't know anyone that because of my friends that plays it. <laughs> I think my my point is, is it's definitely nerdy. I think. Well, yeah. You play it. You you can't try to uh you know defend it. It's super nerdy. <laughs> Or you can't try to to deny that it's super Actually, nerdy. I can't think of one person, but I don't. I'll, it doesn't. Wow. I know they don't have to be mentioned right now. Wow. Whisper there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think uh, that that's my thought. Is like, you know, it's definitely probably like one of the nerdiest things I do. Yeah, same. And you know, and I would not have played at all if it were not for you being so invested. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, no, it's Because it's the fun. only time I've seen you smile in the last the three years. I'm just time. kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'm just kidding. You get such good sleep during our D&D sessions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. You I used to. Like all the time. Anyways, but yeah, D&D. So um, I mentioned last time, but for those of you just jumping in for the sake of uh, not brevity um, and being long-winded, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we play D&D play with our friends um shout out to our D friends you guys are the best Woo. um we are in our third campaign we've done a few one shots here and there just for fun of other things but um we are currently in like our third big story mm-hmm. and then, you know there's individual story arcs in that and there's fun backstory stuff and you know what alexandra's a trooper the first uh campaign that i jumped into she kind of like was there a little bit Mm-hmm. just jumping in like here and there like just making characters for fun and mostly it was me like really wanted to do it it was at our buddy's house great time with alex and um the next campaign i ended up dming for our friend group and even had some extra people uh who were able to join for that one it was super fun big commitment honestly for like dnd on a weekly or bi-weekly basis of any time yeah. it's cr- pretty crazy yeah. um and alexandra played every single one of those pretty much i don't know if you even missed any i don't think so yeah that's definitely when i got like more invested in it of course because like i love the person who is in charge of it but i mean i'm glad that that's what got me into it (laughs) yeah and maybe explain what a campaign is just quickly for people who might not understand what it's kind of like um when you want to hold a political office no (laughs) and oh a D campaign oh why don't you explain it oh no campaign? i don't know <laughs> what's a D campaign for the people um, who don't know from the perspective from my of perspective i've never kidding. looked up the definition or anything but um basically it's a story that you're going to be playing through um with a group for a longer amount of time than just like one session or one night like it's gonna continue on for you know however long the um person who's in charge of it or the dungeon master or the dm um decides they want to keep it on like how much they've delved into the story like there's ones that you can do that you know are like pre-made stories but uh every time that i've played it's been one that um our friend 
or Michael has made up for you know us or called? created. I don't know what that's called. Homebrew. I had no idea. You never? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, it's called homebrew. I am definitely a D&D we novice. Um, even though I've, I've played like two full, wait, no, one full campaign. Um, I definitely would say I am a novice for sure, but I have been enjoying it and I hope I explained that um, well enough. That was well, yeah. I think the one thing, um, kind of like we mentioned, the thoughtfulness of like what you your decision-making process or like when you want to like talk about things is like D&D, for those of you who don't know, if you haven't played, like it's fun. It's the, one of the main components in it is this, the role play, right? Like it's yeah, considered spot, a tabletop role-playing game and it's pretty much you put yourself and i think like people actually who are like actors or like in the improv like type yeah. of stuff are like probably that's, gonna be phenomenal at yeah dd because that's what it is yeah because it's pretty much you create this character you know there's statistics and mechanics and game rules and there's combat and it's like turn-based and there's like that's the extra nerdy portion of it where you're like oh my strength is 20 so you know i have a plus five this and like there's that super nerdy mechanic side that like the dm it has to be in charge of which is why like for me like as a budding dm i would consider myself um like wanting to learn that stuff and know that stuff so that like when i dm like my players can just like have a good time and you know in the instance of alexandra like she doesn't need to know the mm -hmm. ins and outs of every single thing right um as far as the rules and mechanics that's like the dm's job so that the players can just like let loose and have fun but the role-playing portion is where it's like you build this character you get help from your dm to you know pick all these stats and blah blah, blah help create the character on a on a stat sheet as it would be but then you get to like create who they are and there's like all those like um you know websites that are like leading questions for like creating dd characters like what are your character's greatest fears and like mm -hmm. you get to think about that and like that's a fun it's part for fun, me yeah. and, and you know then you create this character and you say this is me and then the dm puts you in this situation and he says you know or he or she says something like you know you find yourself in the middle of the ocean on a boat stranded there are three sharks circling like what do you do mm -hmm. and it's like that's you know the, the essence of the role-playing side of like you get yourself into a situation and you think of it from your character's perspective you know mm -hmm. it's this character who you built so you can really decide to do whatever you want but like you know i think a fun part of it is like challenging yourself to play a character that's not like you yeah to an extent like maybe they're they're mostly like you and they align with your morals or you know whatever whatever it would mm -hmm. be but like you know maybe you make someone who's like just evil and like <laughs> you know you're just crazy or whatever or maybe you're just like an extra good person and and so on and yeah. there's all those uh what is it the alignment charts that are usually like in reference to stuff like that where it's like lawful good oh, and right. th those things yeah and uh those things are super cool to like look at in in the aspect of like your character and who you want to try to play and like line up your decisions against those things um but yeah like i have a lot of fun it's been cool having alexandra in that mm -hmm. but uh what's your favorite part about dnd i love the story honestly i think that's my favorite part um I know like a lot of people pay, play for like the combat or whatever. Like I, I like that part that that can be fun too, especially with a smaller group. It's a lot more fun because it doesn't take as many turns to get to your turn and like just getting through like fighting someone like takes forever um, when you have a big group. But I, I more enjoy like this, the story aspect of it because like, I don't know, I just, I, 
I used to like, I mean, I still do. I love like fantasy novels and like reading and like TV shows and movies, like that kind of like the plot and um, like the world building and stuff like that kind of stuff is just what's so interesting to me and Mm -hmm. how much time like, you know, our friends and Michael like really spend on like creating this whole world and like storyline for us to like play through Um, and I know it probably like evolves in a sense like as we play through it but they do have like a clear path of like what they want us to do and like seeing that unfold like based on our decisions that we do like kind of like one of those novels like choose your destiny kind of thing like that's how I would describe it like you to make these decisions and it leads you to the here and like if you would have made those decisions it would have let took taking you a told down a totally different path into a whole different story that maybe they had prepared for you so i like that part of it yeah i think like you you said like the cool part of D, and if anyone's interested like look into it you know yeah it's Try fun and play um is like the choose your destiny because again as the dm or anything like that as you you set the prompt you basically build this world and you're like cool my players will be here but like the best part is like you don't know what they're going to do and they may not know what they're going to do yet either and like they just live their life mm-hmm. and make some crazy decisions and that's yeah. the fun part um the way that i've always kind of looked at it and like in this study of trying to be a dm as it would be um the stuff that i've like looked into is like it kind of boils down to group storytelling where like you're all in it together to tell a cool story. Like, yeah, the, right. the DM again, who like has built this stuff and built like mechanics and the, if then this, and like, you know, the, the, the flow chart of what could happen based on character decisions. Like it's still, you know, kind of under their control there and like what the world happens, but like what affects the world <laughs> or what the, the causes of those effects are like what the players will do. And like, mm-hmm. so it comes down to like a group storytelling type of thing where like everyone's kind of involved with like shaping this world. And I think that's the really fun part of like looking at it that way of like what you could do that will affect whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I think it's really cool cause it's almost like every week you're like getting another piece of the puzzle. Like you're kind of solving a mystery in a sense, like at least the ones that we've played. I don't know how much like other ones are like that. Um, I really enjoy like trying to figure out like okay wait why is this happening like what is this like corporation like doing like we're trying to like like basically solve a mystery and it's you know like our other campaign took like a year to finish and we finally found out like whoa this is what like why all this stuff happened like what was like the cause behind all of it and stuff like it's cool it's like you're getting to play out like your you know whatever you're maybe not like your favorite movie or whatever but like you know like you're inside of that world and I don't know I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to say Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like it's like you get to watch your favorite show or whatever for the first time and you're like fully immersed in it yeah yeah I think it's worth noting like D&D's an interesting thing and um, they always come up with like new content that's like kind of just like inspiration content you don't have to like stick to for like those uh, set type of games and storylines that they have but like it's just like hey try this out like as inspiration and D is interesting because like maybe when you first think of it or at least for me when I first thought of it, it was like oh this is like the Lord of the Rings type of world yeah you know you got like it can be the people like that yeah it definitely can be and there's definitely a lot of a lot fun of that. in that but um, what I was trying to say was like it's 
it can kind of be wherever you want. Like you can mm-hmm. role play in whatever setting you can do like futuristic, like yeah. spaceships, you could do like prehistoric, you could, you could go wherever the heck you want in yeah. whatever environment you want to. Cause it's just, again, like group storytelling. And I think that's the thing of like, I was mentioning, it's like, it's not, you know, the bad rap that it has from the eighties. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's something fun that people do. And right. you know, there might be days when, you know, you're basically in Dante's Inferno as it would be or whatever, <laughs> you know, I don't know, but like, it's just uh kind of a fun way to like, meet up with a bunch of other yeah. nerds and maybe you know people like my wife who aren't really nerds i think i'm oh. an, an, a secret nerd yeah. um i i think i used to view D literally as okay you're in a dungeon and there's dragons and that was like all that i thought of <laughs> like, like that's it Mm-hmm. <laughs> um like i just didn't realize that there's like yeah like you're talking about it could be set anywhere any time any place like you could be whatever kind of character you want it to be um it's really fun very creative at the same time yeah it's it's, it's also one of those things like every now and then i'm like oh dang i want to write like a story for that would be cool like to see what happens and i get that creative itch to like try and build some D and D stuff. But I also think it's like super fun right now. Like after leading a year long campaign, like jumping in and just being like, mm-hmm. I'm just a player. Yeah. You can do what I want. And it's just fun also to hang out with friends too. Right. Like weekly, like we always meet on Sunday night. So it's just, it's fun. I'd agree. It's pretty fantastic. It's crazy. Like looking back, like pretty much the last three years, <laughs> almost mm-hmm. every week, every like. <laughs> week seeing the same group of people. Like yeah. that's kind of, it's pretty special yeah it's some good friendships there. yeah definitely yeah but D super rad i've been thinking of trying to do another campaign like leading mm. one with another group of people like to so if anyone wants to join some, us well let's not throw it out for <laughs> i mean yeah for both like of you guys a, who are listening a smaller group is yeah. best no yeah for both of you guys who are listening yeah um you <laughs> guys let me know two people my mom and john martino yeah. do you guys want to play some D? <laughs> let's talk about it oh my gosh <laughs> okay no i'm just playing um kind of reach out to me but don't really reach out to me if you if you can catch my drift then maybe reach out to me yeah we'll see um but anyways there will be auditions held so have your character prepared and you'll have to have a full monologue but you know yeah yeah that checks out <laughs> i want you guys Just to kidding. do a monologue from a shakespeare play yeah as your character yeah as your character and their their way of speaking <laughs> um but no anyways <laughs> um yeah D is cool any lasting thoughts on D and D? I feel like I said all that I have thought about that. Mm. It's fun. I would recommend. True. Next topic, folks. Francine. <laughs> For those of you who don't know. Who is Francine? For those of you who don't know, <laughs> Francine was my old minivan. R.I.P. R.I.P. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to post a picture of, of Francine and my wife. I got a good picture on like a film camera that mm-hmm. I can think of. Um, you should frame that photo. That's a great photo. Francine was a 92 Dodge Grand Caravan. LE edition. Luxury edition edition. Gold. It was like bronzy gold. Yeah. And I ended up like spray painting the bottom trim. Oh, I forgot and, about that. And the wheels. I spray painted them black. <laughs> this was like the dopest car. I did the front bumper, the rear bumper, all black. First car, you know. First car. And it was the most fantastic thing. And I think I had Francine. How long did I have Francine? 
Mm. Um, I think I got it in 2014. Like five. Had about five years. Six years. Five-ish years. No, because I had I got it at the end of 2014. I think. It, oh, it, it broke down in 2019, right? It broke down in 2019, like right after we got married. Yeah. And that car was the best. In mm-hmm. fact, folks, Man of Mars, my alter ego, my alter alter ego, um, my song Francine kind of sounds like a love song, straight up about my <laughs> it's van. An ode to the van. It's straight up. I mean, maybe I'll plug that too. Uh, yeah, as that's a, a good song. Secondary song of the day. Um, that's I, a great song, idea. and it's literally about my car. Maybe you should get a little Francine tattoo, like. A minivan. Hey, Kalea, I'm going to tag you again <laughs> in this one. If you heard that. I feel like that would be a That'd be a one. good one. Yeah. That'd be a good one. That's true. All right. Think about what it. What are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Going to Disneyland. I guess Sorry. that's true. And working, but. What? Anyways. <laughs> After work, we're going to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Folks, don't worry. Um. Yeah, no. Francine. I think I'll share this first. I think one of the most vivid memories with Francine was our first date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good one. What'd we do on our first date? Remind me. Make out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm just kidding. I don't even, even know. No, that was when we first kissed though. Yeah. We had our first kiss. It was awkward. The classic, you know? Um, yeah. First date back on, <laughs> oh, April 23rd, thousand. Mm-hmm. 2000- 16 good job dang that took him a while though <laughs> that did that was hard <laughs> i was staring backwards at him as yeah, well yeah yeah also she has a gun to my head yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> no um we uh classic first date you know and we went up to the aquarium of the specific the specific <laughs> and we saw all the things up there and we took some pictures by the lighthouse that's over there mm-hmm and then we drove down PCH back home. I don't. Yeah, from we Long made. Beach. We stopped in Laguna. We sto- well, oh well, we oh, stopped. No, we at did. The pier. We stopped at the pier in Huntington. In Long Beach. I thought it was Huntington. Wait, nah, does Long Beach have Huntington. a pier? I thought it was Huntington. Folks, Wait, where if did anyone we stop? Knows no, that wasn't Huntington. Pier. It was. I know it was Seal Beach. Seal Beach Pier. I don't know. Well, because we stopped at like the store and we got like bread yeah. and clam chowder. Yeah, that was random. And ate it like cold. Yeah. Right? Yes. And he that was when he also asked me to be his girlfriend when we were sitting, I think, in the car on our first date eating the bread and the clam chowder. Yeah, I, I knew. I think we also got like some fruit. I knew that if I didn't things, ask but... you to be my girlfriend that day, I'd forget the day. There's too many days. You know what I mean? Yeah. He I just, just went want everything. First kiss, first, first date. date, official girlfriend. <laughs> he didn't want multiple anniversaries. Yeah. Folks, take notes on that one. That's a... I, yeah. Dates get hard to remember. But We've you, been together yeah, for we six were in, years and here we are. We like, were in your car. So, I mean, very in Francine, There we were. That's why in the song Francine, I'm like singing those words just go listen to it honestly mm-hmm. i can't even it's like every single word in that thing like i uh in the song it's a great song and yes. sorry wait let me see um are you looking for where was the pier i can't find it i it's think fine. it was seal beach yeah but, um i don't remember either <laughs> yeah no it's fine. all i know is on the way home from long beach yeah, we, like, on posted the coast up, and we just like sat in the car and hung out but yeah um francine it's a great car. Um, the rest of our date, 
we drove down the coast. We stopped at Crystal. No, yeah, it's not Crystal Cove. Yeah, it is Crystal Cove. Oh, I'm thinking CDM. What right is CDM? Corona Del Mar. Oh, <laughs> it was Crystal Cove. We stopped yeah. at Crystal Cove. We went down on the beach, took some film photos, uh-huh. decided we were going to be in a band together. I'm not going to say that name because then you guys will find it and listen to it. <laughs> that's that's very early on. Judio Records stuff. <laughs> Actually, okay, now I got to mention it, folks. Sounds weird. Judio Records. It does sound weird. Um, that is technically the label that I produce under. And it's Judio Records because I have a dream of a jean studio. I want everything to just be denim. All denim. Yeah. Everywhere. I want a jouch. I want a jer. <laughs> we want we really should have bought that. We should have. We, we really did find up. a denim chair at the thrift store and it like had the pocket and everything. It just like, it looked a little weird, but we should have. We should have just gotten it yeah. to fulfill, fulfill your dreams. If you guys got old jeans, send them my way. When no, my please wife, don't. When my wife uh, <laughs> becomes a master of reupholstering, oh she'll reupholster the, the uh, couch that we're on right now as denim. I like the plaid. Me too, but denim would be better. Okay. Um. What else? We. Uh, what about some other memories from um, Francine? Well, I shared mine. What's yours? Um, my memories of Francine, there are obviously a lot, but what I think of the most is just how wild and chaotic Michael would drive that car. Allegedly. (laughs) Um, I don't know why specifically that car, like he doesn't really do it anymore in this new car that he has, but you guys can probably look up like 92 Dodge Grand Caravan, like middle. There's no center console. Yeah. And they're, it's just they're like bucket the bucket seats. chairs. Yeah. So there are two front bucket seats. There's two middle bucket seats and there's a bench in the back. The bench <laughs> and the two back seat bucket chairs are all removable. Yeah. You can just take it all out and have like so much room. He was so always changing it around. I was always changing it around. The seats would move around. It was fantastic. But there was no center console. So like if I wanted to play bass <laughs> while driving, I could just, you know, do it. I actually learned to drive really well with my left foot at that time yes. because my right foot would just be doing other activities. It'd I don't probably know. be out the window. Your left foot would always be like hanging out the window. Well, yeah, but that's um, if I'm driving my right. And like then a he's person. also driving at the same time with his, his foot out the window. He's playing like the trumpet or something like that was just allegedly. No, you would full on allegedly. Play okay. <laughs> Why are we saying allegedly? Because I don't think it's necessarily to. illegal. Illegal. It's not, well, it's in the past. It's allegedly done. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. So he, it was definitely some controlled chaos. I know he had allegedly. everything all, all under control, but uh, yeah, he was just wildly yeah, I'm a fantastic driver. crazy driver. Um, but it made for a lot of fun memories. Definitely a lot of blasting music and mm-hmm. just, you know, lots of good memories. And it was also our getaway car. Um, when we committed crimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in a getaway car. Um, just had to throw that one out there. Um, from our wedding. So lots of memories. And yeah, missed that car. That was Sad a good old car. Broke. Yeah. Yeah. One day. Actually, okay. I I, I uh, have been looking through like my Instagram and Snap memories lately and all that good stuff. When that car was dying, it was dying. She took a while. There was times like this is not a futuristic car that you like take the keys out and it still stays on. There was like a time I straight up like took the keys out and the engine and the stereo and everything was just on. And I was like, <laughs> this car should be off. This makes zero sense. Like I couldn't even like put the keys in because it was like stuck. Yeah. And then... 
there was the other times like my check engine light would come on and it was just like always on it for a while and it was like everything's fine the the 92 also i think 94 95 is when it started to have like that uh plug where they could plug in a computer and it tells them what the check engine light is saying so there wasn't a way like with this car to like really figure out what was going on other than like extensive testing it was <laughs> the most ridiculous thing um and at a certain point i was like this is just too expensive yeah. to deal with but um there was times when it was dying what what happened we uh. drove it out far in like you know like forest or something oh and yeah when we were doing a lot of climbing at the climbing gym yeah well and that road was all uphill yeah i think and that one that's time i was driving it and it felt like something like slipped or whatever i guess and it just like i'm driving and i'm pushing on the gas and it's like nope not happening and i it eventually just like wouldn't just gas? Had to, yeah like well it would like ever so slightly if i'm like flooring it it would go like oh five gosh. miles an hour as i'm going up this hill uh, it's ridiculous that's crazy and uh at that point it was just like to fix it it was just like more than the thing was worth yeah. for sure but um trying to think of what else like went wrong with that thing because that thing was funny for a while like mm -hmm. just not working I'm surprised i got like any recycle value for that thing it was so so trashed by the end but and it was an amazing okay. car. It, you we know. have good memories. Yeah. May yeah. she rest in peace. Yeah, seriously. Francine was the best. I wonder where she is. I actually can't think of that. That makes me sad. I know. I'm sorry. She's probably like crying alone, resting at this point, even though she was so beautiful inside and out. Mm -hmm. So many surfboards, so many little yeah. surf trips. There's always so much random stuff in that car. Because mm -hmm. with the bucket seats too, the whole underneath part, there was like another storage drawer underneath the bucket the seat. seats yeah so like i don't even know michael had the most random collection of stuff in that car it was like another room like it his own great. house yeah i mean <laughs> when i moved out of my parents i feel like most of my stuff was in there for a long while like i yeah. took like the bed and like the main stuff but like the things that i would like knee were for sure in that car mm -hmm. that was a good good car for sure she was a she was trusty. Five years out of a 92. When I good. got it, it had like 90,000 miles on it too. And it was already, what, um, over 20 years old. Mm -hmm. It was like 22 years old. It was older than me. Yeah, I mean, that's not that many miles for that old of a car. No, yeah. The original owner, legend, uh, just didn't drive it much. Took yeah. really good care of it. Was the original owner of the car itself, like wow. first owner. And sold it to me. Family friend was great. Um, and like I even have one of the funnier memories. Me and my buddy Cy. I've mentioned Cy a few times. He's great. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Cajun Randall Jewelry exists. And you should check it out, of <laughs> course, as always. Um, Cy and I were like, I don't even know if we were 18. Actually, we had to have been 18 at that point. Well, when did we meet? How old was I? Like 19? We were 18 yeah Nin just about it's on my 19th birthday that yeah. i met you huh not um, on your birthday but yeah. just about met you is what i said yes um me and Sai, around when we were 18 we're like we really want to go sleep in the car somewhere <laughs> and do like a surf trip so like we finally convinced our parents to let us go like sleep in the car down in oceanside in front of his brother's house because they were like you can't just sleep somewhere we're like i don't know legally i think we could like pull, post up in like a walmart parking lot <laughs> um but uh they were like no they, that's like not safe and we were young and we were like it'd be fine but i'm kind of glad you know 
they were like, no, nah, don't do that. But they let us uh, post up in front of his brother's house who was down in Oceanside at the time. We like slept on their driveway, like parked in their driveway. And it was like at a gnarly incline. And there was like light <laughs> right in the, the windshield, like oh the entire gosh. night, like barely slept. We like packed everything at the front window, like surfboards and towels and everything to like block some light and then like slept terrible. It was hilarious. Totally worth it. Yeah. And then we woke up. We uh, had like a little stove thing and we cooked bacon and, and bananas and eggs. You cooked the bananas? Yeah, we wrapped the bananas in bacon. What? Yeah, it was great. If you've never done that, it's actually Ew. pretty well. Wrapping bananas in bacon. It's, it's solid. Solid choice. Bananas and bacon, folks. <laughs> bacon wrapped that bananas. gross. No, it's, it's a good idea. Um, but yeah, is it is a good time. But you know, good times come to an end. Yeah, they do sometimes. Now I got this car. It's a great car. Call it Shamu, but I never actually call it Shamu. <laughs> it's like this black little HRV. And it's got like a tiny little antenna fin up on the back, mm-hmm. which is why I thought it'd be Shamu. But you know, it's reliable. Yeah. Gets the job done. Car. Can't get racks on it. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. I like even called the dealership and they're like, yeah, we don't uh, even make anything that you could ever put racks on it. And you can't get the ones that like clip in the door because the door is like weirdly slanted. It's so cool. <laughs> it makes my life complete. We're thankful to have a nice car that works well. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we are. But yeah, I think uh, I'll cry if we keep going on. Yeah, about Yeah, let's move on. Folks. We prepared one more thing. And I was just going to sing the theme song. No. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I already sang once and it didn't sound good. What are your thoughts on Star Wars, Alexandra? As a whole. Oh, my. (laughs) Um, It's great, you know. Definitely love the originals. Uh, Grew up watching them. And... um, from a young age really loved them and still love them today that's my general thoughts of star wars as a yeah, whole that was so so well said <laughs> i think that's all that can be said really yeah what about you what do you think of star wars <laughs> i think that the glimpse that we have into it is amazing yeah it is pretty crazy i wasn't done i'm disagreeing with you <laughs> just kidding <laughs> um I think that the direction of Andor, I've only seen a little bit of like the first episode or I've seen the first episode and a little bit of the second, I mean, um, that like outer rim mm-hmm. is I think some of the cooler stuff of Star Wars. Like some of the Star Wars stuff that's like without a Jedi is really awesome. Right. Like Mandalorian. And Rogue One. I think the universe that's been built is fantastic. I yeah. think I love the Jedi. I mean, yeah. Ahsoka Tano all day. Right. Fantastic. Like, Super cool characters, super cool light lightsabers are rad, uh-huh. but like the side of Star Wars that doesn't have the Jedi mm-hmm. isn't like these, you know, paladin esque like holy warriors, if you would, you know, for the right. Jedi way. Like it's really interesting. Like it, it, they create this really cool world that I think they throw people in and they like get you invested in, of like almost like real world struggles, but still feel like outer space. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's really interesting. Um, like even like the stuff about like the start of the rebellion and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. I think it's really cool. Totally. 
sometimes I kind of forget that it's outer space. Like I just think mm-hmm. of it as like a whole other like fantasy. Like it's just another world. I mean, I guess outer it is whatever. World. But like I just don't. <laughs> I don't know for some reason. I they're not like especially like a lot of the newer stuff. They're not often traveling in space. You know, like with mandalorian and like stuff like that like they do sometimes like especially more in the mandalorian like in the last season um but yeah i I don't know just it's it's fun it's it's pretty what i was thinking of like just how crazy like it's just become like its own like almost its own genre like there's so much just within star wars like it could be its whole own Mm -hmm. just like I don't know category <laughs> yeah there's so i mean obviously they've made a lot of content um and movies and tv shows now um in that world but it is wild like just it just started like with some guy that thought this would be a cool idea for you know some sci-fi a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like, like, this little budget movie that's you know it's it's become this huge phenomenon and obviously from many many years and uh, a long long time ago um, yeah. and even just thinking about that like that trips me up I'm like what this is in the past <laughs> yeah but um yeah it's pretty cool yeah I like to think sometimes not like too hard because like you know the the separation of it is like so far off but like thinking of like a long time ago in a galaxy far far away like how did we get to now because mm-hmm. i think also like you have to think like you know where would that galaxy itself be in a sense yeah like if it was who in the knows? now they might be further they might be destroyed who knows it wouldn't quite really relate to us in the grand scheme of the right. universe and i think it's it's sometimes interesting though like if you were to think like what if you know it's a long time ago not in a not so far away galaxy how did it like affect our galaxy like they went from like blasters and lightsabers to like what we have now in a sense, you uh-huh. know, I think it's interesting to think like that could have been the past. Right. You know, I don't overthink it because yeah, I don't think I know, it, I we don't would really be go connected there about at all. That often, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but still every once in a while when we, I don't know, when we're watching one of those movies or shows. I'm like, well, oh, this is so weird. <laughs> yeah. But it no. is pretty cool. I don't know if I can, like, are there any like specific characters or, movies you want to talk about i don't think there's any specific characters in the show ever ever (laughs) (laughs) no um i think it's worth noting like dave filoni is an absolute genius oh bentley (laughs) (laughs) something just crashed you know there was was one of those candles i'm sure oh yeah it probably um not it's not no but dave Dave filoni uh the guy who basically took the mantle with John Favreau from like George Lucas himself. Like I've even seen little clips of like them just talking and it's just like, they're like far beyond the nerds that George Lucas even was for like Mm -hmm. his own thing. And I've seen like the clips on like some of the Disney plus specials where it's like George Lucas is like, yeah, they've got it. They've Mm -hmm. got it handled. They got the good vision. And it's like, (laughs) that's insane to hear from like, the godfather himself yeah. of star wars to be like yeah you, you got you got this right keep doing your own thing yeah it's dave like filoni's insane. like the space cowboy too i love yeah, it he's fantastic with his <laughs> cowboy hat just talking about space yeah 
and then like i mean they've always kind of had that like vibe to it like a little bit like western influence mm-hmm. like cowboys sort yeah, of yeah especially in uh boba fett yeah but like I, even like before that like kind of han solo kind of has that like way about him sort of um so it's just fun it's just like funny to see them like kind of take it there a little bit more yeah <laughs> yeah no for sure but it's cool i like that yeah. you know mix and there's gonna be all kinds of characters and a whole galaxy so yeah no i think it's it's one of those things that i look at like i i like star wars i'm not like a huge star wars nerd like where i'm not sure? like <laughs> i'm i'm not a star wars nerd honestly i really i consider yeah, myself more of a to... marvel nerd yeah that's true um and even then not even like a comic book nerd but like like i like star wars and i enjoy the stories and i got mm-hmm. a millennium falcon tattoo like i love a lot from it ahsoka tano is like one of my favorite fictional characters in the entire everything mm-hmm. and like i love the star wars stuff but i'm not like the point of like having super strong opinions on like where they're going right but i i will say i always feel like pretty good about like when i see and hear like dave filoni talk about it like i said like he's got a good handle on what it is yeah and it's a similar thing that like kevin feige has about like marvel right the universe that Mm -hmm. like he's like yeah this is pretty much what we're doing this is where it's going and like what he's got to like i trust him yeah yeah like i trust them to write the good story and write it well and you know even to an extent i feel like i'd say i I trust dave filoni more than like kevin feige with marvel sometimes but (laughs) you know uh i still love them both because i'm a strong believer of hey if you didn't do it then like shut up <laughs> the oh best way to gosh. say it you know if i'm not out there making marvel movies then i just got to appreciate what marvel movies are made <laughs> i could either appreciate it or be mad at it why be mad at it you know yeah that's very true just be happy you're getting something but there's just so many now of both that you know marvel and star wars it's kind of like i mean maybe you can be critical of it because there's so much but yeah especially yeah the I, stuff. i'm not opposed to or like i don't have or I can't build like stronger opinions on some of the star Wars universe as it would be, you know, but I just like, I'm happy for what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> in a yeah. sense. Cause I think that it's, it's good. You know, not everything is absolutely amazing. 100% of the time. Like, I don't know why the Vespa, like, you know, speeders were, in so Fett, weird. but you know, I think that like that decision didn't ruin it for me. No, You know, I think yeah. it's just one of those things that happens and, that's I think it was like a reference to one of George Lucas's original movies. Exactly. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah, they do. They do the things that they do, and I don't think it ruins the story. But yeah, you know, Star Wars, man. Yeah. Star Wars cool. is crazy. Star Wars got a lot in it. <laughs> I do like lately too how they've been. Um, I know we're talking a lot about the Mandalorian, but they've been bringing in like other directors to like do certain episodes and stuff, and mm-hmm. especially like bringing in like Taika Waititi. Um, to do stuff with them like like his influence has been like really fresh and good for that show and just star wars in general and and their people too it's like they do also love the you know the story um so they're not gonna like butcher it or anything mm-hmm. because they care about it yeah yeah i agree mm-hmm. well said yes but you should yeah if you haven't check them out some i don't know how um invested listener whoever you are maybe in star wars but um i love like behind the scenes things and michael was already kind of talking about those but they have some really good ones on disney plus um about 
a lot of those like limited series um, to watch. So I would um, encourage you to check them out because they are very, very cool. I agree. I think that's good. I think that's some fun stuff. Yeah. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, limited edition episode of Dishes Know Nothing. <laughs> um, I realize I didn't say that any sooner, but hey, you know. Yeah. Better late than never. Um, I think I really only have one other question. Do you mind if I go surfing in the morning? I do not. Thanks again for listening to Dish Knows Nothing. Follow me on Instagram at Dishyman or email me at Dishyman at gmail.com. Hit me up with topics and questions that I can address on the show. Remember to rate and subscribe. It's truly appreciated. Take care and stay grinding.